All right, everybody, welcome to the During Business Hours podcast. Good morning. It is hump day. What day is it? Hump day. Hump day. All right, I love that. Um, today, I think we're talking about the stress and the effects business can have on your uh, your mental well-being and uh, some of the outside sources that cause the stress in your business that you can avoid or that we want to avoid. God, we want to avoid it. Stress in its many sources. Yeah, we appreciate all the uh, viewers, listeners, subscribers, everyone who's viewing this right now. Go check out our page, our website. Uh, again... Thank you to all the viewers, listeners, watchers, subscribers. Check us out on all the platforms. You'll see them all there or hear them in the uh, description. Go ahead and hit that like, that notification bell, that stream, that ding. Make yourself part of the community. I think we're going to open a Discord eventually. I can make a Discord. It'd be pretty cool. Just bitch about your problems. Bring them to me. Let me know how you feel. So, Facebook went down a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Everyone lost their shit. I made a, a standard post walking through my business in a sweatshirt. Like, oh my god, everyone's business stopped. Life was at a, a peak and then just crashed because you realized that Facebook was your one and only source of bitching. And then everyone continued to bitch the next day. So, get over it. Get back to work. Yeah. Move on. And I got like 15 messages from people that were just like, oh, right on. You tell them. Oh, sounds good. Fucking amazing. And I'm like, am I your spokesperson now? I feel like I'm, I'm starting to get that mindset where people are like, I value what you have to say. And I hate it because it's, it's that fake platform that uh, Facebook has everyone feeling or thinking. You want people to like listen to you, you know, take your advice, do better for themselves. But you don't really... I don't know why people do. People hop on because it's some other feel good about yourself thing. I don't think that we created a a podcast to make people listen to us or have people, you know, get on our side about any topic. I think it's mainly because we needed a, a hobby. I got kids. I got a wife. I got a life. And I needed a hobby. Something to make me get out of bed a little bit sooner in the day get all my shit done get a little more motivated so that's what this is and it's helping you know we do this five days a week and i I find it to be refreshing you know most cases when i'm not the one who's late a little bit more (laughs) it's exciting i know but i really want to get into the stress of this business and any business what do you do to combat your stress combat my stress Mm -hmm. when you're super stressed out Life's got you down. Nowhere to go. What do you do? Play some games. Uh, indulge myself. And, um, you know. Weed, little, little stuff drink, like that. A little okay. bit of smoke. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm similar. I'll have a cocktail. You know, play down with the kids, put them to bed, have a cocktail, hang out with my wife, watch a movie, anime. That's very relaxing to me. Mm-hmm. Escapism is relaxing to me. Whether it's television, movies, entertainment, cinema, really want to go see the new. Um, there's a new the movie out. Carnage. Carnage that's out. I just watched all the spoilers and it still looks good enough to pay for. Mm-hmm. So apparently, and you know, spoilers ahead. They're, they're mixing it into the MCU, so that's going to be awesome as well. But I keep seeing all these people after that, and I only reference the the outage of 2021 because that's what they're calling it, where. 
everyone was offline. And when they came back online, it was nothing but drama. It wasn't, oh, hey, how's everyone been? You know, any memes of like, been so long and then the guy disappeared. None of that like it used to be. It is so drama oriented on Facebook. And I think the whistleblower was correct Mm -hmm. because that whistleblower was like, we center, we want you to stay longer. So the only thing that we're going to give you is drama. Well, they did just that. And it got me to stay on Facebook longer because then I made a post and then I commented on somebody else's shit and told them to get back to work. Somebody said, oh, you know, our, our system works. We got some guy to come back with $250. And I was like, should we do that a lot? We have, everyone's got runners. Yeah. You either draw down. Or you contact them. Cool. Just move on. My wife has a pretty good saying. It's 15 seconds that you spend on the... the, Something like this. How does it... 15 seconds dreading it or 15 seconds letting it go. But either way, 15 seconds is going to turn into two hours and so on and so forth. Either way. Is it going to be two hours for your next project, or is it going to yeah. be two hours of hounding this, what, you know, whatever is bugging you? Exactly. So don't let it fester, essentially. And mm-hmm. so nowadays, we just take a deep breath and we let it go. We got shitty people that say something stupid to us. We got, I'm not the most liked person. I understand that. A lot of people get to know me. They like me. You didn't like me at first. You disliked nope. Nope. me. Hated you. Yeah. Paid well. Stuck around. Glad I did. Cool guy, but hated yeah. you. Yeah, hated me. <laughs> and so it was one of those things, like, you got to get to know people or get over that shit. And so I was stuck with all these people bitching. And I'm like, nobody's telling them to just get over it. Well, I told one person, just get the fuck back to work and forget about them. And apparently they just thought it was enlightening and sent me a message. And was like, I can't believe that you would just let that go. And like $200 when you're trying to make thirty, forty thousand 40000 a month, that's pennies fighting tooth and nail for that 200 bucks is could stop you from making your next 800 uh, uh you know following up on a lead that gets a contract just exactly getting the queue down getting the stress down working better tomorrow there's some so much opportunity yeah there's a lot of opportunity in any industry at the moment but the problem i have is the people the mindset like and another guy is complaining about girls complaining about um Nobody loves him. He's he's alone. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going through that whole thing right now. Do I talk about it at work? No, but no. He, he posts about it. He's supposed to be a business owner. He just yeah. opened a store. Happy for him. He looks like a nice guy. He seems like a cool guy. But he he just reminds me a lot of me when I was younger. Fall in love too easily, and then you're codependent, and then it's really toxic. And we even talked about this when he got in that relationship. Yeah. Kept posting about it. I'm like, oh, that's not gonna end well. It's not gonna end well. Mm-mm. And of course, now it's ended, and I'm like, hey man, you need somebody to talk to, and I'm not your shoulder to cry on, but you can definitely send me a message, it'll feel better. Yeah. I don't talk about what I, I don't share the people's information that they send me, but there's a lot of them that reach out for advice, and I do the consultation type thing with your business, you want to expand, you want to do your thing, cool. Yeah. Um, But it gets a little deeper when some of these people are in like very stressful situations, and they don't know how to handle it or get out of it. Personally, everything can be ignored. Every problem, IRS, um, lawsuit, shitty customer, somebody vandalized, somebody broke into your business. Ignore it. See where it gets you. Or, shit, there's no getting out of it. Accept it. Accept it. And move on through. Yeah. That's why I'm insured for any burglary. Um, I really don't care if I get sued because I know how the justice system works. So I've been sued before, so I have that that idea of how to handle myself in that situation 
And we had a stupid lady that sued us for a phone that she broke when she went to Alaska and then wanted us to pay six months of her phone bill mm. for the inconvenience. And judge threw it out, settled with us, said, uh, you know, we our time was owed. And then she was supposed to return the phone for any store credit up to one year. Yeah. Because we, we offered it to yeah. her. But she had broken the phone in 30 pieces. Never came back. Had to remove her reviews. The whole nine. Beautiful day. Second time I went to court, had sued my ex-girlfriend. Ended up winning that one. Got all my shit back, about 30000 worth of stuff. You know, it's. I feel like I've got a handle on small claims. Now, larger court cases, I haven't had to hire a lawyer, but I do have a, a lawyer on retainer just in case. Um, it's There's just smart decisions it's, with having the right people around you that make it less stressful. You take the steps to mitigate that initial stress, the gnawing on your mind. If you got sued today, you'd be like, ah, oh, crap, what's the, on this day, you know, boop, boop, boop. Set an alarm. Okay, I gotta call a guy by that day. You know, on on with the afternoon. Yeah. See, I'm the type of person that I've had so much shitty, th- so many shitty things happen, that there's nothing new that could happen unless it involves my children. And so at that point, I'm I'm also prepared because you know CPR courses. We've got a, a exit plan, an emergency plan, First aid, the escape yeah, plan, exactly, bug out bag or whatever it's actually mm-hmm. called, emergency kit. I think normal people out, call it. It's a bug out bag. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> yeah, it's a Bob. Yeah. Um, so Bob's just chilling in the safe. Yeah. But so it's you can mitigate your own stress by just turning your give a fuck watch off. And I say it's a watch like a battery. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually you're either going to fill it up with, if it's an eco drive, you're going to get solar, you know, and fill it up with your energy, your brightness. Yeah. You want to get emotional, you know, it's, it's your, your heart, your soul, you're filling up, you're trying to get more, more love back into what you're doing. Or it's just a give a fuck meter that people tend to steal from and break after they drain it. So when you're giving out so many fucks, you got no fucks to give. And at that point, you don't ter- take it out on your customers or your existing customers that are coming in and say, oh, X, Y, and Z. Most of the time, I'll have a shitty customer. Next customer that walks in, I'm going to explain why that customer was shitty. They're like, oh, you know, I just dealt with a really insane customer who wanted us to fix a device that they bent in half and said that the uh, nightstand randomly decided to fold the drawer in on. You know, vindictive nightstand. It's not the magical nightstand anymore. It's the vindictive nightstand because somebody's ass got put on the nightstand. I almost had a mysterious dresser accident with my TV, though. My um, TV is at the top of a dresser. I have a power cable that runs down the side, and it has the power supply so that people can see it. It's a couple feet down, and I have that tape zip-tied, you know, popped on there, so it's not going to fall Do you have anything. a safety strap? I don't have a safety strap. There's your That's fucking the problem. Mistake. Yeah. The uh, zip-tie, a couple years old, wore down, broke. The tape, the... Uh, it's been a couple months since I put it there. You know, it wore out, fell off, and my TV went from sitting, trying to be the camera here, went from sitting like this on there to tilting like 45 degrees and having most of one foot off the edge. So, more than likely, your foundation is the problem or your offsetter. Have you ever taken a level to the dresser? Mm-mm. There's your problem. Plan for the worst. Yeah. Everything not, is nope. strapped in my house. I have kids, right? Even before kids, I had everything to the ceiling or mounted so that it would be perpendicular with the ground, just in case earthquakes, et cetera, mm-hmm. you know, hit it to the stud. But I knew these things can happen. I'm like, I, I over-prepare, typically. So I'll go for the best of something to make sure that that doesn't happen. And the best fails, fuck it, it was meant to happen. But luckily, I'm insured. So I'm insured against personal damage. Say my kid throws a rock through my TV. 
I've covered my ass so that I don't have stress later. It's a, a small cost. Now, not everyone can pay to mitigate their stress. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't at all times either. So you have to pick and choose what's the most important thing to you. Focus on that. Build it. Nurture it. Fucking chia pet that shit. Yeah. If you got to pat it, throw in a little water, throw a little soil. You do whatever you got to do. Make that shit grow. When it grows enough to where it's self-sustaining, do your thing. This business, to me, is self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be here. I don't have to be involved 24-7. The only thing that I have to do is most of the soldering work that we're not really taking that much of anymore. We're charging quite a premium for it. Yeah. And I think that's weeded out some of the lower-end customers, and we're still maintaining the same line. That just so. gets out the... Saw a but video it, on YouTube. This is a quick It's mainly quick home appliances. I'm not doing a lot of iPhones like some of these guys. Some of these guys are making a whole lot more money off the soldering than I am. I appreciate it. I'm making a whole lot more money in other aspects. Not my need. Mm-hmm. The idea mm-hmm. being the stress that comes with some of these guys to not get these projects done. I gave up on the, the pleasing the customer thing a long time ago. It's not my job to please the customer. You need something from me. I'm providing a service. You will listen to my, here's my stipulation. Here's toe the line. I had a guy yesterday that came in from three different stores that bounced him around. And then I think it was Robert from you break that ended up referring him back over here. And it was an audio. I see a job that we can do in what? 30 minutes. Yeah. And then, uh, from there he was ecstatic. It was like, he'd never seen somebody be able to do so minute of work. He, because he, he, had, he had come to a store here. They sent him to a specialist in Davis. It was that guy's day off. Told so him they to come him, back yeah. next day, which is yesterday. He comes back again. They say, oh, I'm so sorry. He called in. Yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't even that. It was, oh, it's going to take three to five days. i got to take it to my guy because the specialist isn't on site all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So apparently he wrote some bad reviews and was like, I'm going to give you guys the best review. You can do it today. I'm like, hey, you got two options. We reflow this shit. It's done in 30 minutes. I replace it. It's an hour and a half. I charge you more. Um, and most people say they hate the reflowing method. I don't care. As long as it gets them limping to their next phone, yeah. I'm going to charge the 100 bucks. Turn, Some people charge $40 for an audio IC. Like, you're really racing to the bottom if you think that your specialty work is worth $40. And that anyone's going to care. The When I started raising my prices, because we've talked about this before, that stress went away. I lost maybe... My my homie customers that were like, yeah, dog, you know, $25, you get this shit done. Dap me up, done. I lost those guys. Absolutely. They still bring me shit to sell. They still bring me uh, their needs for chargers, accessories, whatever, because I'm still their guy. Yeah. But I'm just not their guy for the higher end repairs because I need to make 50 to $70 on a repair for it to be profitable with the time, the cost, the effort. Now, there's certain repairs we take somewhat of a loss on to please a customer. Like yesterday, I think we sold a phone to a pair of customers because they really needed two phones for their kids that had both broken at the same time. So we took a $20 loss on the phones. Mm-hmm. Here, let me help you. They'll come back for the accessories. They'll come back for all the stuff they need in the future, and that'll get us some more money. So it's uh, yeah. compared to the Yelp or Facebook ad clicks that we pay for it, 5 to $10 a person, it balances out. But the the stress of running this business stays majority of time at this business. I'm the only one who can fuck this up. Me, by gambling, you know, not paying my taxes, all stupid shit like that is the only way this business goes under. Mm -hmm. There's been a couple of times I've gambled some money, you know, but 
I'm a degenerate in all aspects like that. And that's the only thing that ever stresses me out is when my bank account's under a certain amount. And my wife was complaining to me. She was like, oh, you know, I bought your birthday gift. I bought this. I bought that. And my bank account's looking a little low. I was like, how much do you need? And she's like, you know, I'm, I'm at two grand. I'm like, well, you should be fine. You ain't got bills for, what, two, three weeks? But fine, I'll send you two grand. And then it made me realize that it's not the, like, big dick hanging, not trying to put it out there that, oh, I've got money and others don't. There is a difference to the mentality that some people are stressing over $2,000 in their bank account because they don't have much going out mm-hmm. or coming in. Mm-hmm. I have a lot going out. So me not to have 20000 in the bank is a greater risk because weekly I spend seven to 10,000. So that's, if I don't have 20 grand in the bank, that's maybe 30 days without employees. That's still, that's a whole different level than this, than the typical person who's paying utilities, bills, credit card and car. Like those are the, yeah, you've got all that and business expenses, you know, every business expense you think of it, I have it. And then when all of a sudden you run out of a, fucking eyewash uh, wash station um, saline and you have to order it for $400. I'm like, who the fuck used this? And then, and then stuff like that's weird too because now like the saline stashes require a different wall dispenser than the and one you they had. want you to pay $400 for that. You need to update your posters every year, another $20 for that. There's always something that the state wants out of pocket. Even the, the 1% tax that we hadn't paid all of a sudden, we try and send that in. Every time we've tried to send this in, gotten their address, sent it to them, it returned to sender. Like, you want your 1%. Their address, their confirmed address. I called the lady on the phone and spoke to her. They will not yes, allow you to drop address. it off. Cannot. We're working from home. Okay, so who's accepting this? Well, we have a desk person. Okay, so tell them to wake the fuck up. Whenever the mail shows. Answer the door. Answer the door. Get, get off a, your ass. Get a P.O. box. Go pick it up weekly, whatever, you know. Whatever it takes, because if I'm the one who's getting rejected four or five times, there's somebody else who's more than that, a few people that are newer than that. It's very stressful, but I'm not going to let it fret because and some people with taxes and IRS, they love to say that, oh, they're after me, they're after me. Well, no, you you really got to neglect that. They give you a million warnings. I went four years without paying taxes, and then I had to fix my shit. But then again, I didn't think I was making so much money. And when I started making money, I'm like, okay, I got to take this money, pay their money. They're number one. They're, they're above any personal bullshit, any person who owes me 20 but No, pay the IRS. So finally fixed that. And then that that was when we were up and coming, 2016. You know, life was getting better. Mm-hmm. And then 2020 happened. And trying to get them to take my IRS statement and, and my 1040 and submit it. You were trying so hard. It took six to months pay for them. Taxes. Dude, I sent them checks. They cashed the check. Then they said that I still owed them the same amount. So I sent them another. I overpaid. Yeah. And then I still haven't gotten my refund from that. It'll take them 18 months to give me a refund from it. So I know that I have equity and I can charge them uh, a fee for the money post time. But then again, you got to know that by going through that, it's not stressful to me. The mindset is so powerful because. I've had dying relatives. I've had issues at home. I've had personal health issues. All of these things have never affected my business to where I've had to close or I felt like life was ending. It's just I've been through a lot of shit, so maybe it's different to other people. Mm -hmm. But some of these people act like their shit is over. 
you know, life is never over unless you take your life, you know, and that's where it was sad with the guy I was talking about. I was like, man, I hope he doesn't let this, this woman end up costing him his life. And he took some pictures of some guns, you know, the whole nine. It was, uh, concerning for sure. So I, I mitigate my stress differently and I feel like most people should just get over it and then say, okay, cool, somebody hit you with a chargeback for a $1,000 item. Can't do anything about it now. Submit your evidence. Move on. Wait your 30 days. Yeah. It'll become a bigger problem or it'll have fixed itself. I, anytime I got a, a thing that's festering, I'll put it out on Facebook and I'll be like, this person's an asshole, yada, yada, done. And I never talk about it again. That's the extent of, like, you really got me pissed off to post about you. That's wasting my time. I gave you an extra five minutes to make this post. Yeah. But some of these people just need to take a deep breath, man, because it's like the world is focusing on the depression and the anxiety that is running any type of business, uh, entrepreneurship, dictatorship, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, like, shit, I think I, I still have... Our fucking cameras blew out yesterday. I still have to go do that. That's not stressing me out. That's just one of those things where we have four out of the 16 cameras. Cool. We'll handle it. I had a... I'll find it again. I had a DVR for us. It's not the DVR. It's the cabling to the camera, so it has to be the camera. Because I can change the channel and the cables, and it works just fine. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be physically the cameras. The cameras are old anyway. It's time to upgrade. DVR plus cameras. Yeah, grab some Lorex with some two-way audio. Should be fine. But uh, stress is difficult for different people. And I'm trying to tell my wife the same thing because she deals with stress in a similar way. Where it festers and people end up arguing. And then all of a sudden some girl said something on Facebook or at work. And then it's just like, what did you say? I'm like, man, we're too old for this shit. We're 30. Get the fuck over it. I'm not going to be like my parents sitting there bitching about the neighbor and how their dog won't shut up at night. That's, I remember my parents bitching about things like that. Like, it was so stressful to have a neighbor that was loud or obnoxious. Like, we have a neighbor that smokes in his building, and it causes it to smell like smoke in our store. And uh, it's not stressing me out. We have tens of thousands of dollars in electronics in here. That's the only thing that pisses me off is the blatant disregard, the respect that isn't there. Yeah. But we're going to handle that. That's you know, that's all I can do. Now, with um, with some of the stress, you've seen the posts. So what do you think about the stress in those groups? For the repair groups? Mm-hmm. everybody all Everybody's so high-strung all the time. That's why I don't really hop in on anything unless uh, I super know the answer. And I'm posting that, not replying to anyone. You know, oh, thanks. Thumbs up. Nice. You'll post or, questions, too. I'll post questions if I need something, but, like... You got, I post a question, I'll get 17 replies, 10 people are like, are you really a tech if you don't know this obscure question for this LG? Five people who are like, I don't know, talk to this guy. And then the, you know, one guy had two comments who are like, and here are how you fix it. Way too complicated for you to do, mail it to me. And I'm like, okay, fix it for me. How much? You know, let me know. But the daily posts of people calling people out, people on their... Their uh, their final hill they're gonna die on over some issue. Or the these guys tend to front payments to people, so they'll send fifteen thousand dollars for A through D quality items, mm-hmm. 
and then they bitch because all of a sudden it's not what they wanted. Do you, unless you see it and handle it first, you're not going to know what it is that you it, want. But it's also you're you buy two dozen D grade items. A couple are going to be lower, a couple are going to be higher. You know, you can in, inspect and see what you do on once you get them in hand. But if you don't like damaged goods, don't buy. Don't buy below B grade. That's a very clear set. If it's not B grade, you have a very clear return with the, whoever you're dealing with. Well, see, we buy from Centrix, and Centrix has an amazing guarantee. Oh, you don't like it? Send it back. Yeah. Send it back. Do it. We don't when, care. When people tend to send it back, instead of letting it sit forever. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking in the camera right at you <laughs> at your bottom right where those parts are. That's a pile of returns. That's 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 literally money. I only see money when I see those piles. I'm like, man, that'd be nice if I could, you know, put that into some type of investment that's making me money. But no. Oh, and I, I caved today. I bought cryptocurrency. Back in and again. Just when you got out there pulling you yeah, in again. So I'm not I'm not gonna gamble it, any of that stuff. I bought it on Coinbase so that it restricts the movement. But I bought two grand in Sheeb again because I had 15 grand in there February before it blew up. Mm-hmm. Made a, a moon bag, as they call it. Sold, yeah, sold my profits and then it tanked. And that's when it went from I had 10,000 in there to 2,000 overnight. So the position tanked at from 0.00034 of a cent. And uh, that's just hilarious that. Now this shit is going back up because let's see where it goes. If it goes to 17 cents or even if it gets to one penny, that's a thousand times my money. That'll be $2 million. So at that rate, imagine if it went to 17 cents, that would be I'm out of the game. Goodbye. $34 million. <laughs> let's see. Hey, Chris, what's your next venture? You got, got anything for me? Yeah, I know, right? Let me invest into the fucking Eagles or something. <laughs> I, I bought the Raiders. Bringing them back. Well, that's, that's where I'm at today. Uh, got to call the DA's office at 2.30. Got handling some other stuff that will come in future podcasts. Um, anything else for today, Eric? Just stuff we're going to touch on tomorrow. Oh, you're super excited about the Twitch leak. Okay. I got to get some more information. Now I'm going to have a whole report. <laughs> hey, man, we'll sit here and I'll listen to it. So we'll see you all. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Hit that bell. See you later.